friends. This is Mish. And this is Nelly. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to It Be Like That. On this podcast, we'll discuss some current events, self-care, mental health, living Christian lifestyles, and adulting. Oh, shout the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a few of the many topics that we'll discuss as we also navigate through living Black lives in America and our women roles, especially in Christianity. As people expect Christians just to be nice and sweet and kind all the time. Mm-hmm. And as that is true, we still have feelings and opinions about things that are going on in the world as well. And we get ticked off too sometimes. Yes, we do. And it be like that. Yes, it does. This is a no judgment zone and we promise to keep it real. So buckle up and enjoy as you listen to some seriously funny conversations. Hey guys, it's Mish, and we're back with another episode on It Be Like That. Uh, this is our last episode of the season, mm-hmm. and I'm here with my co-host. Oh, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to close out this season with a awesome topic. We're going to be talking about, does God really hear me? Mm-hmm. And hopefully um, most of you guys can relate to this. Um, we're just going to be talking about, you know, our own personal um feelings about this as being christians and being people who are uh followers of christ uh we definitely have you know been impacted by do we hear god or is god listening to me and so yeah we're just gonna have a cool conversation and Mm -hmm. hope you guys can get into it (laughs) yes so um I'll start off by just sharing a little bit about my, mm-hmm. you know, Christian life and my walk with God. So I've been a Christian for about, I want to say a little over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And my relationship with God has grown over the years. And sometimes it's kind of felt wavy and, mm-hmm. you know, not as close. So I have my moments when I'm, when it's good and when it's bad. Um, but I think I've learned a lot mm-hmm. uh, about myself uh, because of, well, through the Bible and right. through knowing God. Um, I think being Christian is more than just doing things. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people can get turned off by Christianity because they mm-hmm. see it as a bunch of rule-based things. And I also hear a lot of things from people who feel like it's like the the white men's uh, <laughs> religion. <Right. laughs> Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. So, but you know everyone to each his own there's a lot of god is a lot of things to different people right to me i believe that god is the holy trinity right um the father the son the holy spirit i believe jesus christ died for our sins and rose on the third day mm-hmm. um but i definitely believe that having a personal relationship with christ is important to have that connection to god right, right. he is the way the mm-hmm. truth and the light right he <laughs> we got to get to god through him um, so definitely having a, a relation, a personal relationship, uh, with God has definitely defined my walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's seasons in yes. my, in my walk, you know, I'm sure you can relate. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's have your been, what is, what's your like story, your Christian story? Well, I mean, I feel like I, church has always been a part of my life, right? Mm-hmm. From young, because my mom raised me in church and things of that nature. I had really established my relationship with God about 
when did I get baptized? Well, it was about, about it's about four four years. Two thousand sixteen or seventeen. Maybe it was sixteen. I think it was sixteen. Two thousand sixteen November, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? Sixteen. It it'll be five years in November. It'll be six years. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, <laughs> I established my relationship going on six years. And um, this is when I really got to know God for myself. I feel like pre-pandemic Chanel was really... Like getting to like getting to know him, getting around other believers, and thriving. I feel I feel like after post pandemic, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's dwelling down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I feel like I am struggling with finding that relationship with God. For myself. Mm. I feel like it was a little easier to... I feel like I need a motivational push sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I can get bored with things. And I feel like the motivational push is not there because I haven't really been available. I think I got stuck in not going to church. Mm Because we've been just doing it online yeah. with the pandemic. And then now that it's back open at the park, I'm just like, oh, I don't really want to go to the park. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like an excuse. You got in that comfortable excuse. state. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a good point that you raised that, you know, since after the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and, you know, going to church physically had changed for you. It's kind of hard to get back in the groove of going back now that it's open. Mm-hmm. So there are people out there who... Um, you know, identify as Christian and they don't have a church, church home, home and they don't even, they don't like church or they right. don't feel like they need to fellowship with other Christians. Do you think that is possible or like healthy or how do you think that works? I don't think it's healthy because who do you have to relate to if it's just you? And also in the Bible, it does state that that we should get together. We should fellowship with other mm-hmm. believers. Yeah. But for that purpose, so we can be able to build each other up, help each other through these kind of times. And if you're isolated, then that leaves room for the devil to get in. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. who do you share your feelings with? Who do you share your weaknesses with? Who do you get prayer from if you just, yeah, by itself on, on isolated island right i i definitely agree i think it's definitely a, sh- a challenge even when you have people with mm-hmm. you right but when you're on your own and sometimes you may not get the motivation or you may not get the opportunities to fellowship with people and just having like-minded people around you mm-hmm. who will help you you can learn from each other right, right. iron sharpens iron and you know just having that um people to have to look to you kind of help build you up mm-hmm. um, and also it's very important for for us to not always look at what we can get out of the church and other right. people but what can we do for others right we should always be looking to help build other people up mm-hmm. and it goes both ways because um, when we're like there's so many parables in the bible right like i'm thinking about the parable of the talents and the gifts right mm-hmm. 
we are so talented and we're also blessed god wants us to return that so it's hard where do you do that when you don't have yeah. that church home i mean you can definitely go to a nonprofit or just go on in, in the field and serve but you know mm-hmm. i think that connection is very important not and i don't i don't say like you can't be a christian if you don't have a church home but i'm just like that's hard it is very hard and it's you know there's so many churches out there mm-hmm but there's no perfect church, right? Right. I, I don't believe that. Yeah, I, I don't feel like people should just be like, well, it's so many excuses people make. Right, you know? to not go. Right. But a church is not going to be perfect because it's filled with sinners. You yeah, know, we're, we're all human. sinners. We're, we're all, all sinners. We sin every day and we are just trying to live our life as Christ lived his. And we're trying our hardest. But... Yeah. We're not him, so we're not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. We're not going to hit the mark every time. Definitely. Yeah, and I think that comes with just kind of being humble about the situation mm-hmm. and understanding and having compassion too, right? When you mm-hmm. have compassion for others and know, okay, you're not God. I'm not going to expect you guys to have the same love for me that God has for me, but I can understand that you guys love me and I'm going to love y'all back, right? right. I think that comes with having a certain level of humility, compassion, and understanding. I, yeah, I definitely agree with that, too. I think what I really learned during this time, though, is that I did have weak areas to where I could have, that I need to get stronger in because I feel like once that I was by myself, I felt like, was my relationship as strong as I needed mm-hmm. it to be with God? And mm-hmm. how can I strengthen that? Yeah. Because I felt like once we weren't meeting as a body, then I felt like it kind of dwindled down. The fire inside of me mm-hmm. kind of like... Do you think the pandemic up? shaped your... Maybe your hope for things that was happening in your life that maybe didn't happen? And you kind of lost some kind of zeal. Yeah, I think that could have happened too. It just, yeah, I think that could have happened. I think that um, during the pandemic too, going through a divorce during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and all that separation, I think it was kind of lonely as well. Yeah, and that all happened like back to back. Right. And I I get it, right? Um, Mm -hmm. When you have, when we're going through storms right and things are happening and it's like life life don't slow down right, right. you got to keep up with it mind you you have responsibilities you got kids <laughs> right. you know you got dogs <laughs> <laughs> right right jobs and stuff so i get it and i think a lot of people too during that time myself included i mm-hmm. kind of went through a a time where i was just like blah you know i think but what difference um that you know difference between us is at that time, I was getting married right. and we were going through divorce. So I can just imagine how different it could be. You know, your family dynamic is changing. Right. You know, your counterpart, you know, who you establish a life with, you're separating. Right. And then you have to keep up with the world and the stresses of, that comes with it mm-hmm. during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So not to say that, you know, any any excuses is valid. But at the end of the day, yeah, things happen. Right. We get, I get it. Um, and that's tough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, you know, that happened because I, I get it. And I feel like the pandemic, it changed so much for so many of us. Right. Um, 
some stuff that was lost that will never come back. <laughs> right, you know? right. But we definitely have to find, you know, a way to get through those hurdles. I think I saw this thing on Net- on, on Netflix, mm-hmm. <laughs> on, like, social media. I said, one, the only way to get through something, to get over something, is to go through it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know how they say, like, and it may be a cliche, right? Mm-hmm. Give it to God. <laughs> right, right. No, for real. <laughs> you know, how do, what do you, like, when you feel like you have these burdens, right? The Bible tells mm-hmm. us to give, you know, give him, his, give him our burdens. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think it's easy to do that? For me, no, because I suffer from anxiety. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. Like, as much as I try to give my worries to God, it's like hard for me to, really give that worry because in the back of my mind I'm like okay is it this is it that is it this is it that and it like kind of keeps me up at mm-hmm. night because I'm constantly thinking about okay all the scenarios until something is settled mm-hmm. then once it's settled I can kind of breathe again but there's always something else it's always gonna be something else and that's so that's funny because this last um the last Sunday mm-hmm. service was about how about how we worry and fear and anxiety the one command that's most stated in the bible is do mm-hmm. not fear do mm-hmm. not be afraid do not worry and you know those little uh fun facts random facts about the bible I'm like right. wow that's crazy that's like one of the i thought you know because you know how like the pastor says mm-hmm. what's the most Quote a command or most repeated repeated command. I don't want to say love. Right. right. I was right. like, no, it was do not worry. I was like, dang, for real. But that is true. That's how much God knows we He knows us. He knows we're mm-hmm. gonna worry. He knows we're gonna try to fix everything. Right. But yeah, I think the I think that our connection with worry has also a connection with how close we feel with God. That's true. Right? I feel like when when things are great, you know, mm-hmm. and we're doing good and we're feeling like, oh, God, bless me. I'm, I'm good, you know. We have a different shift. Right. Or, or I do, you mm-hmm. know, with how I see things. Um, however, on the other spectrum, mm-hmm. when I'm going through some tough times and, like, I feel like there's no way out, I feel like that's kind of what brought me to Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, being, like, at my bottom. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. sometimes it can kind of take us, like, let me just go to you. Right. Be like, God, where are you? Mm-hmm. you yeah. Know? So, I mean, can you talk about a time when you felt like waiting on God felt like the hardest thing to do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I would have to say, I think it was when I was going through the situation with my ex was the hardest thing was to wait to see what I should do. Mm. Because mm. at that point in time, I was a new Christian uh, newly baptized and I was trying to figure out life and making sure that I was doing everything that I could in my power to make sure that I was making it right in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get advice, you seek advice and they're saying like, oh, well, why don't you see how it is? Like, why don't you try it from, you know, God's point of view? You're a different woman now. See how it can work. And I'm like, okay. So, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, you trust in God and you're like, Okay, God, is this what you want me to do? Then I'm going through a point in my time where I'm like, okay, well, is this my Sarah moment? Am I going to have to wait this out and just wait till he turned into Abraham? I don't know. Like, Mm. I was Mm. at a point to like, what is this for me? And when you're in a situation like, I would never say that he didn't love me. I felt like he did, 
but he couldn't love me the way that I deserve to right. be loved. You know I what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when you're stuck in that situation and you're like feeling like you don't want to be there, but you don't know what God can do because God can turn around situations. Oh, yeah. So I think that was probably like the hardest thing for me to wait on the answer of what I should do. Mm-hmm. And then it's hard to like, cause you think like, Oh, is this it? Like, is this a sign or is this the devil? Is this the sign or is this the devil? Mm-hmm. Then the clear sign is when a woman pops up at your door. <laughs> That's the clear sign. Oh yeah. So at that point That's I said, okay, definitely clear. You can't like be like, Oh, right. It's not that right. Yeah, as much as you, it happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. So at that point I'm like, okay. Hey, be careful what you ask for. Right. Like when we when you pray for something, especially when it's God's will mm-hmm. and he will give it to you, but it may not be in the way that you want it. We may want like a soft, like, um, yeah, you should go ahead and <laughs> Right. Like like what did you what did you think the sign would be, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like your pastor saying, Hey, go ahead and divorce him. Like, I mean what right. but then then again it's like we don't know, right? God mm-hmm. is he works in mysterious ways mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you ask something so clear. I, I can I can definitely relate to that, like asking God for something clear mm-hmm. to show me, you know, what I should do. Mm-hmm. And the answer came in a way where I was like, damn, I, I didn't want to like that, but I hear you. I <laughs> right, see it. Right, right. So that's tough. Um, you know, I feel like when a situation like that, like you mm-hmm. said, you were a new Christian, you were trying to figure it out how to do it a different way, right? right? That is important. I think that that wasn't done in vain. Right. I think that that was important that you did wait because if you were impulsive, just like in my feelings, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and how I need to be loved, peace out. Like right. you probably would have had regrets. But mm-hmm. now that you waited and you said, okay, let me see, I'm going to give you a chance. Right. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to give this to God and... This is the outcome. Okay, I did my due diligence. Right, and now I know without a doubt there's no inkling of, dang, I should have tried to work it out. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's nothing, none of that's there. Right. right. And and just, you know, because you guys have kids, that's mm-hmm. that's what makes the situation so different. Right. Like, if you were, if there was no children involved, it would mm-hmm. probably have been so much easier to just, quick, you know, easy split. Right. But when there's four children involved, mm-hmm. and then the youngest one... Is under ten, right? You definitely want to, you know, count the cost, mm-hmm. you know. So I get that. I respect it too because you know we try to like we, when we see divorce happening all the time mm-hmm. for like irreconcilable differences, and I do feel like you know mm-hmm. the the reasons why you got divorced was valid even right. biblically, you know. Right, 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 right. So yeah, that's just like an example of how hard it is to be a Christian because like mm-hmm. what what God. Um, what well, the Bible challenges to do as Christians is just not easy as, as humans. No, it goes against all. the grain of what we want and mm-hmm. what we feel. And just doing, dealing with that part of it is right. tough. Right. Yeah. Um, we definitely have seasons in our lives um, that we don't want to wait on God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But um, what do you think... Uh, what's a season in your life that... Um, when you did not want to wait on God, and what was the outcome when you did wait on God? Hmm. Or would you say that was like the same situation? I guess that would be the same situation. Because I feel like, yeah, you did wait. Yeah, I did not want to wait, but I did wait. I have a, a like, I remember when, mm-hmm. like, I was like in the, like, in the sabbatical, right? I mm-hmm. kind of left the church 
And then I came, I started to come back. I was studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. And through my studying of the Bible, I was challenged with, um, like, I was smoking marijuana. Right. And I was tr- I was trying to, like, trying to build my, my own personal conviction about mm-hmm. do I want to stop, like, the... I was I was going back and forth with this sister. Like, where did where the Bible do say you can't smoke? I mean, this is a herb from the ground that the good Lord gave to us. All right, I'm done with you, girl. I mean, I was like, show me a scripture, and I was all about show me a scripture, show me a scripture. Uh-huh. But I definitely had to um, really see it from the perspective of like a substance is something that changes my mindset which mm-hmm. is you know if i'm supposed to come to god who's holy of holy mm-hmm. why would i come to him that way right you know right and if i gotta wait till i'm sober to come to him what kind of relationship is that like that don't make sense like there's mm-hmm. no way you can rationalize that right so i was living with um a friend you know that was what she wanted to do and who am i to tell her mm-hmm. you need to stop smoking weed because <laughs> i'm a christian now mm-hmm. and this is gonna make me struggle mm-hmm. like that's not my business to be telling her so, um, I did, I did ask her if she could possibly try to like, you know, go outside, but I don't, mm-hmm. I think still like just smelling it will right. make me struggle. I mean, it, it was an addiction right. too, right? right? So like anything, I mean, I wasn't a crackhead, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to put it in that kind of example, imagine right. a crackhead and then live with another crackhead. Oh no. That's it's crazy. Gonna it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's just not realistic. So I was challenged to move. So I was given this challenge to move and I felt some type of way about that challenge. I was like, mm-hmm. I got a good thing going, you know, I like my roommate. We cool. We're friends. You know, it's a good location. I prayed about it. And so I, I did feel like in my heart was like, nah, you should probably move if mm-hmm. you really want to change a lifestyle. This probably won't be the best. So I prayed about it. I think God worked really fast in this situation. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to wait too long. But one thing I did have to do, I did have to take a chance. Literally mm-hmm. put my 30-day notice in before I even had anything. Okay. Yeah. So I was pretty much walk, stepping out on faith. Mm-hmm. Like, I, my faith was strong at, in like at, during that time. Because right. I was, like, in my word. And I was yeah, praying. Yeah, that made you know, a difference. When you in your word, right. it's definitely... It hit different. No, it does. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> And, you know, you know, doors just open mm-hmm. and it opens in a situation to where I didn't have anything to worry about. I moved. My, my friend was able to find a spot and she moved back. I think she moved back with her family. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then other opportunities start opening up the door for me as well. I got another job. Mm-hmm. It was just all together a good a good situation. Um, but I think the difference is like when you're in, like I mentioned, when you're in your word. And your spirit is different, right? You have a different kind of hope. You have a different kind of outlook, right? Because, like, we already kind of self-sabotage. Right. I know I do. I think, like, you mentioned you have, you know, you can struggle with anxiety. Right. You think of the worst possible outcomes, all the all the many different things that can happen that are bad. If mm-hmm. I do this, if I do that. But I think that's the thing about, you know, giving it to God. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's not easy at the end of the day. It's definitely it's not. not easy. I'm not even trying to say that. But it just takes, like, 
you gotta just step out on faith. <laughs> you do gotta step out on faith. Yeah, you just gotta do it. But it's 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 hard to step out on faith when you're not connected. Right. If you're not connected with God, it's just it just won't work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like trying to turn TV on that's not plugged in. It's right. not gonna work. Right. You gotta plug. You gotta plug, you gotta plug in. into the source. Plug into the source. You need that connection. No, for sure. Um. So, are you waiting on God to do something in your life right now that you're feeling? Like, you know, does God really hear me? Is he listening? Yeah. I, I, yeah. 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 I do think so. I feel like, um, well, I'm trying to move. That's one situation. And it's just been like trying to figure out an area that God wants me to be in. I've been praying about that. Like, what area do you see me being in? What area do you see me thriving in? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the most important, too, because you can move to one area and I pick it myself and not thrive and not do things that God wants me to do. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And so that was one thing. I'm just like, God, do you hear me? Because I just don't see it happening Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and then also I just feel like in my love life, I feel like I, I feel like. Yes, I probably I've been divorced for about like a year now. It's been a year. It's been a year now. Yeah. When it actually went final, it was the end of last year. Yeah, the end of last year. So mm-hmm. okay. When it actually, it when the papers went through, final, yeah. yeah. So that was like, what, November? Was it November? I think it was before Christmas, for sure. It was before, before Christmas. But it so was that's like, about like yeah. seven months, seven, mm-hmm. eight months now. So even though I've been divorced for seven, eight months, me and my ex were going through it for a long time before that. Mm-hmm. We had stopped being intimate for about like four or oh, yeah. five years. years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel lonely all the way up and through that. I feel like I've been out of that relationship emotionally, mm-hmm. even though I physically wasn't out it out of it. So I feel like I've been wanting that kind of like love and I'm like God when are you gonna send it like I feel like I'm waiting forever for it even though it's only been eight months since I've been finally divorced I feel like I still am in this place like where is it God like I'm I'm not meant to be alone yeah you're not I don't believe it right you're somebody's wife (laughs) for sure no no for sure but I just I feel like I'm not for these streets. No. And I remember, like, during the time, you know, when it was like you guys were not really on, you know, on that level mm-hmm. of intimacy. It was kind of like dwindling away. Mm-hmm. I was like, you guys got to hurry. You got to get that divorce, you know, because ain't nothing going to happen during this time. Right. Like, well, God's not going to bring you anyone if you're in a situation. So I think that time had to go by for you to go through that. Mm-hmm. So that it could be okay for you to date. Right. Right. Because right. it wasn't going to work out. God ain't going to bless you in no mess. mess. Right. No, right. Ain't gonna no mess. <laughs> right. But so now that that is done, finally, and I think now you have to just reevaluate what does life look like for you right. with God before you bring someone else into the picture i think so too yeah because we don't want i, I used to think this when i was single mm-hmm. i used to always think about you know if i was god why would i want you to have someone right now when you're not fully into me because mm-hmm. you're gonna have somebody replace me and i would think that about myself because i'm like i'm not i want god to give me somebody but mm-hmm. god is on my everything right now right and so i was like i, I know what god thinking right now because i'm thinking if i was god i wouldn't want to give you nobody right now when right. i was i was just like 
I want, I want, I want a man. I want a man. Um, um, not saying that you're doing that right now. Right, but I'm right, just right, like, right. I, I know that feeling of being lonely and just wondering, like, okay, when is it going to happen for me? And I finally had to come to terms, just like, okay, I have to really surrender that to God, mm-hmm. and I had to work on myself. I had to think about, okay, what what is that I'm asking God for? Right. And is if if God has a man out there who's this, 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 and this this amazing man of God, his son, mm-hmm. am I worthy of that in my life right now? Am I being that right. for him? Is God like, oh, I got an amazing woman for you. Am I doing that? So mm-hmm. I start positioning my life into a way that I'm like, okay, I need to be working on this because God has an amazing son, a prince out there mm-hmm. that I need to prepare myself for because I can't be asking for something that I'm not giving. Right. Makes <laughs> total sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I believe God got somebody out there for you, and you know you it is you just never know mm-hmm. when it's gonna happen. It always happens when you're you not focused it. on when you suspect right. it. So just keep working on you, mm-hmm. and you know it's gonna happen. I believe that is God's will for you yeah. to be happy in love and in marriage. <laughs> no, and, I do too. You know, because marriage glorifies God, and that's I think that's. Though marriage ain't for everybody. Right. <laughs> Especially right. in today's world, some people just don't want monogamy. Mm-hmm. And that's that. <laughs> that's them. But for right. those who want it, I, I believe God will bless that. Yeah, no, yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. I do too. And I just think maybe I'm not at the place in life right now where that is for him to bring someone on right now. It will be too much. Yeah, maybe, but it's lonely. I just like we're a friend. You need a friend. Yeah, we're <laughs> a friend. A friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that's that's a whole nother topic. Like we talk about like building friends, mm-hmm. and you know, is he like whether he's in the church or out the church, right? And, uh, that's a whole conversation, right? You know? yeah, for another to- another podcast. Topic. That's a whole other podcast, <laughs> right? 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 So, tell me this: Has there been ever a season in your life that you did not wait on God, and what was the outcome of that? Yeah, when I married my husband. Yeah, I feel like it's always a relationship, huh? Right? Because I feel when uh-huh. when me, um. I was in this, a lonely state. I was like, okay, you know, brothers in the church. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe I can just meet somebody and bring them into the church. Mm-hmm. And they can learn about God. And I'll be saving somebody <laughs> and getting a man. <laughs> right. Killing two birds with one stone. Up? Right. For sure. Yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> I mean, I met this this guy. He was really cool. We mm-hmm. had went on a couple of dates. He was fun. And then when I finally told him, like, oh, like you know, so I'm celibate. And, mm-hmm. and uh, but I would love for you to come to my church. And he was like, he totally changed up. Like, he was so wow. sweet, so nice. He was down to meet family and come to the church. And everything. But when I told him I was celibate until marriage, he, uh-huh. he was just like, he thought I was lying. Oh, he wow. thought that I was just giving an excuse because I didn't like him like that. And I was trying to give him an excuse to, to turn him away. I was like, dang. That, I'm telling you, I would like to consider you. Right. But you got to go through these steps. But he, then he just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. went away. And I was like, okay, I tried it my way. Right, <laughs> That right. was me not waiting on God. And mm-hmm. I was like, I invested this time hanging out with this guy, getting to know this guy. And when I told him that, 
He wasn't. And I met him on, like, some online thing. Mm. It was called Clover. It was a cool thing. I mean, online dating was fun. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It was fun. The little swipe, swipe, swipe. Right, right. But it was so superficial. I will say that. No, for sure. I'm just like, dang, why we can't meet people the old-fashioned way? It's like, uh, these yeah, social media different. apps just took over life. It's no more meeting somebody in the grocery store. It's like... Right? It's... It, even me, I met my husband on online. Right, <laughs> right, right. We go to the same church. Met him online. It's definitely hard. But I think that opens the pool. Yeah. Because you don't got to be someone in your direct city. That's true. And definitely opens the pool. But then it's also kind of, it, it can be superficial because it's like, you got to see them mm-hmm. and determine if you want to consider, you know, looking, maybe want to Facebook stalk them and see right. what their life is like. And- <laughs> Right. Without asking, it's like, oh, I know your birth. I know all this stuff about you without saying a word to you. Right. You That's know. True. So it's like people can just evaluate you. People probably evaluating you right now. You wouldn't mm, even know. That's true. <laughs> oh, she and Leo. Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> like, give me a chance. Right. But yeah, I think that sucks. But yeah, you know, waiting on. I think a lot of time for women, mm-hmm. we have the situations with like wanting to be in a relationship. Right. And and we go through this battle in ourselves. I think, and it's a theory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is part of the Eve curse. Uh-huh. I wrote a poem about a girl. I hope <laughs> I don't have it um, memorized by heart, but I wrote it down. I, it was called A Letter to Eve. Yeah. And it was talking about how her sin, mm-hmm. what the curse it meant for women mm-hmm. and the desire that we have in us right. for wanting our our husband we want a husband and men don't have that struggle no as does we i mean every every person whether you're a man or a woman wants love and wants wants marriage or whatever Mm -hmm. but but not like women no not like women it's different for us so and then that was the curse if you go and read in the book of genesis it talks about the curse like what the man got what the woman got including childbearing and birth pains but um he said yeah you would desire for your husband and i was like dang if you did that you did it she did it to us see what she did (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna get that poem. I'm gonna read it to you. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't wait to hear it. And I'm not even a po- I'm not even like a poet or like that. Uh-huh. I just one day wanted to do this. Um, it was spoken like a word? yeah, it was spoken word. Uh-huh. It was like a amateur night we had for oh. our singles event. And I'm like, what I'm gonna do? I, I can't sing, and right. I, 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 I write a poem. So yeah, Aww. another another podcast, another day. <laughs> So, um, so how do you feel right now with your personal relationship with God? Do you feel like it's where it, it do you think it can get better? How do you oh, think? Oh, I definitely know it can get better. It's been a struggle too for me to be in my word. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like at night I don't have this personal time to myself, so I can't really get it. Like, um, Christ takes all my time. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. At night. So I try to get it in the morning, but I'll be so sleepy. Tired, huh? <laughs> I am not a morning person. And yeah, the Bible talks about like when Jesus, he will always get up early, early. in the morning and isolate himself. I love the idea of mm-hmm. getting up in the morning and like isolating and when it's quiet. And right, right now, I don't have children. Right. So I have the advantage of doing that. And right now, I would say I'm not, I would say my relationship with, with God could be better. Mm-hmm. I do not have a daily quiet time. There has been seasons in my life where I was consistent. Yeah. Getting up, I'm writing notes and journaling. I'm praying. I'm I got prayer calls. I'm calling mm-hmm. praying with this sister every morning. But right now it's just really like going to church. I pray with my husband mm-hmm. and 
I watch midweek and I get with my D group. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like one on one, me and God, it's not there. I'm like, that's crazy. Right. Like I make time for other things, like in the ministry, mm-hmm. and that's crazy because there was a, there was a sermon a couple weeks ago that was like, don't do B or something like that. It was mm-hmm. a cool, fun, it was a cool little quote they said it, but pretty much they were saying. Don't be serving and doing all the stuff in the church without being with God. Like, first, just be with me. Like, that's really all he wants. Mm -hmm. And I was convicted by that because I was like, yeah, that's me. I'm I'm the busybody Mm -hmm. doing this in that ministry and showing up for that situation. And, yeah, that's great. God God appreciates it all. But at first, like, well, where's your time with me at first? Right. Right? So, I think I I need to get better at it. No, um, me too. I yeah. definitely do too. I feel like my relationship as far as our one-on-one mm-hmm. has suffered. And I think because of that one-on-one has suffered, it doesn't motivate me to be within the church. Mm-hmm. I think so that's where I get... So we're in two different like, areas. Yeah. Like, I'm in the church, but not mm-hmm. working on my relationship with God. And you're not really, you know, connecting mm-hmm. with the body. And you're... So, it doesn't matter, really. That's what right. I'm getting. It doesn't matter where you're at. It's really about your drive mm-hmm. to want to connect. Right. And so you got. We just got to figure that out. I think. Um. You know how you were saying, like, when you pray for something, be careful what you pray for, because right. God will show up in your life. What if we did that? What if we pray like, God, why don't please change my heart, like, right. to really want to connect. Right. And. And I'm I'm sometimes like be be careful what you pray for. Right. Like, I don't want you to like throw something no, crazy right. in my no, life. Throw something crazy at me to where I got to be on the knees oh, and please, prayer cloth please. and a sackcloth right. with the ashes. I don't want that. You know what? Sometimes really can kind of pull on my heartstrings when mm-hmm. I watch like um, faith based movies. Me too. Those mm-hmm. kind of get me in the spirit. I remember I watched this movie called The Shack. Have you ever seen The yes. Shack? The that Shack, and then this other movie called um, The War Room. I haven't seen that one. That was a really good movie. Was I it? was like, wow. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. lady who plays it, she's like a pastor or something. I forget her name, but she has videos on YouTube, and mm-hmm. she speaks powerfully about mm-hmm. God. You know, it was another one where the, you know the lady who played Kate on This Is Us? Uh-huh. Wait, she- Kate. The, the sister, sister. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. she uh, did a faith based movie where it's a true. It was based on a true story where the son like slipped under the ice. Oh my! And he um he was like conscious for days, and the, all the doctors were saying let him go, and she had faith. Who was unconscious? Yeah. Oh oh, and, what was it like called? Heaven is real or something? Because there's a book that went turned to a movie, I believe, about a little boy who died and, and then when he came back out of whatever mm-hmm. unconsciousness he was saying how he was in heaven and well, he no, was telling them the stuff. Same. Okay, no, that's a different movie. That's a different movie. But this one, he was just like unconscious and he was like, basically they were saying... He not coming back. Because he's been, he, he been bred. Yeah, he's been bred dead for too long. Oh my! And like they was praying. The mama had so much faith. Everybody was coming to pray. The pastor, um, his schoolmates, like everybody. They had a big prayer thing outside. And like I think after that big prayer visual, that like maybe the next day or that night he came back. And it was like based on a true story. Wow, I think that's so cool. How like when God is like. 
not until I say so. Right. right? When right. he defies the odds of science and what doctors know mm-hmm. and see and they can't explain it. It's an act of God. I think that's really when, when people are like open up their eyes. Right. When you think about in the Bible, a lot of times people believed after they saw signs mm-hmm. and miracles. That's how a lot of people were like, oh, let me follow you. Right, that's true. Even though there were magicians back then, but the what he was doing it was, was on some no, other stuff. Yeah, for real. Right, in in addition to like his teachings and mm-hmm. his love, you know. But yeah, I think that's that's awesome. I want to see that movie. Yeah, I gotta figure out what it's called. Yeah, I, I there was a book I read. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the name of it, but it was about this guy who got into a car accident. He was a pastor. He got into a car accident and he mm-hmm. died. Then he came back to life mm-hmm. and he told the story of how when he died, he went to heaven and he remembers what it was like. And he remembers, like they had already confirmed he was dead. His body was mangled to like craziness. Um, and this other this other man who was driving past, mm-hmm. who was a, a God-fearing man, stopped and he said, let me go pray for him. And he asked like the, the, the paramedics and the... The paramedics, it was like first responders, paramedics and firefighters. They were like, well, he's already dead. We've already had to put the cover on him and everything. Wow. He was like, I just want to pray over him. I just, at least want to pray for his soul. Mm-hmm. So he went over there, put his hand on the man, started singing some, mm-hmm. you know, spiritual song. And then praying in between, in between his singing. And then after a while, the dead man started singing with him. What? And come out and came out of, you know, so... Then that that's when God was like, he told the first responder, this man's not dead. He's he was just singing, he he's alive. And so they uncovered him and he was on the hospital. He had a horrible recovery. Oh. But he came back with a story about how he was in heaven and he remembers things specifically. He saw people's faces. He it was a deep book. Wow. And I listened to it on um audiobook. Uh-huh. So it was such a good book. And I believe it's true. Right. I believe it's true. Uh I just be like, wow! Like I feel like when I when I hear things like that and mm-hmm. and you know watch stuff like that, it's, it motivates me because mm-hmm. it also reminds me of the God that we serve. I think that's what that's happens. True. We sometimes we get so desensitized in this right. world that we live in, we forget how powerful of a source, a connection that we have access to. Mm-hmm. Like we have access to a uh, amazing, like um, omnipresent, mm-hmm. like almighty like i i don't have enough words right but if we can just tap into like who he is it kind of might think about like okay let me just think about the god that i can pray to right now at any given moment and like why would i not want to you know right 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 so yeah we just gotta we just gotta tap back in and i like i think i like i said before i think we should really be praying about mm-hmm. asking god to to change our hearts to have like that desire yeah with that to connect like just really you know and then we have each other like Mm -hmm. we can like hold each other accountable that's true we can pray together Mm -hmm. like colin was saying we can do like a version together right yeah i think that's why it's important to have people in your life it is definitely a part that's why you need to get into the church and just like (laughs) me hearing like what you said you're going through i can Mm -hmm. be praying on your behalf as well. Right. Exactly. In my prayers. I pray for you already. But yeah, now like. Too. This situation. I'm, like, I'm going to be praying specifically for this situation. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so how do you. How do you know. When God is speaking to you. 
Girl, sometimes I really don't know. <laughs> sometimes I really don't know what God is speaking to me. I feel like God's... I don't know if I feel like God speaks through me, to me through mm-hmm. um, the Bible. I mean, I think he do, mm-hmm. but not like I'm reading the Bible and it's like, this is me and this is what I should do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Not to that extent, right? I feel like when when I read the Bible then it helps me to know like him and what he wants me to do. Mm. And then I feel like I get signs like a woman popping up at my door that be like, this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I get signs that say like things that happen that be like, okay, maybe this is the way God wants me to go. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I was watching uh, this thing on YouTube. This woman was talking about when, you know, how to know when God is speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Actually, the lady who played in the war room, her name was Priscilla something. Mm-hmm. But she was saying pretty much what you just said right now. Like, no, we don't hear a, a vivid voice. Some people say they do. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not discrediting that. I've never heard audibly, no, you know, God's voice. And maybe that's a different kind of gift people have. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think God gives us the Bible for that reason, so that we can know his word. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he does, you know, speak to us through situations, right. through other people, yes. um, through signs. And I just think that the Holy Spirit is real. Mm-hmm. Um, I have felt like strong um, presence um, of God near or mm-hmm. just like, you know, a situation where, you know, I should, I should, or mm-hmm. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But I think that's only present when you are connected with in your word. Right. And, and, you know, yeah, we can know the word. I mean, anybody can read the word, right? right? People who worship Satan can read, read the, word the word and know scripture word for word. Right. But really connecting with the, with the word and then believing it. Mm-hmm. And then putting it into action. And then action. putting it in action. Yeah. I think, only then will we be able to really, in a sense, hear, right? When we say hear God speaking, that's mm-hmm. really just like a, it's not like literal, but mm-hmm. it's like, uh, um, I don't know what to call it, but it's really just a way to say like, okay, do you kind of know which way to go? Right. Because I, I mean, my mom has told me and I've heard people say they've heard God's audible voice. Yeah. And I think if i if if I would if I mm-hmm. would have heard a voice, I, I would get I, scared. I would think I was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I would think her. I was crazy or think some. I, I'll probably watch too many scary movies. <laughs> I, I I just don't think it would be a good thing for me. So I mean, God knows, <laughs> don't speak to her that way. She needed a different way. <laughs> just give her the signs. Give me a sign, yeah. Lord. <laughs> Don't give me a voice. Don't. I don't think I can deal with the voice. I don't know that I... I don't know. Maybe when you... If you hear God's voice, you would know it's God's voice. I don't know. I know. I wonder how that would be because I ain't never heard it. And I wonder, like, you know how when the Bible says, um, like, when when God comes, everybody mm-hmm. shall bow. Or people say, like, oh, if God were to show up right now, what would you do? Or wasn't there a song, Tamala Man has a song, like, if if I... I, I don't remember the lyrics. <laughs> But basically, she's saying, mm-hmm. you know, if God were to show up, what would I do? Would I run to you mm. and praise you? Would I bow down? Oh, would I cry out? It's Tamala. I believe it's Tamala Man. I know exactly what song you're talking about now. That yeah, you said I, that, yeah. But I, it, you think about yeah. So that's the song. Uh huh. I think it's Tamala Man. I hope, I hope I'm not saying the wrong name. All right. 
<laughs> but yeah, think about like, okay, if God were to just like come through the door right now, mm-hmm. like, what do you think you would do? I think I would bow down. I probably I would, would cry. I would probably cry. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I, that is crazy. I would be like. I would I hope would I would bow down. I would, I would hope so too, but I think I would be in awe. Yeah, just like stunned. Right. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. That's just, again, just knowing like mm-hmm. the, per- the the God that we serve. Like he's that powerful. Like you ain't gonna just walk up to him like, finally you came. Like, you <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting on you. What took you so long? <laughs> For real. Okay, last question. Hmm. When do you feel most close to God? I feel most close to God when I'm in his word and I'm actually spending time with him. It all goes back to his word. Huh? It does. I feel like everything we've said, it goes it goes back to his word. Like mm-hmm. that's the gift that we have, right? To mm-hmm. to to know when we hear him, to to be close to him. Mhm. And just to be like confident in our spiritual walk, right? I agree. I think for me, mm-hmm. when I feel you know most close to God, is when my relationship is tight. When I'm praying to Him, mm-hmm. um, I want to start meditating. Yeah, me too. More. I feel like I've tried it, and it's something that doesn't come easy to me. Some people me just neither. do it, and who are not even religious, or mm-hmm. they could be spiritual in a different sense, right? And they just meditate, and they're really good at it. It's hard for me to quiet my, my mind. Mm-hmm. And some people who I'm sure have anxiety, the same thing, right? Yeah, it's hard for me to quiet my mind. That might be going. <laughs> might be <Mine>. going. <laughs> yeah, it's be going for sure. Yeah, but I just, I think, you know, when I can, when I'm when I'm able to really think about, you know, write my thoughts out when I journal. Mm-hmm. I haven't journaled in a while. Um, but, you know, I think just doing the little, little things can help you, help me mm-hmm. really connect, like figure out where am I at? What do I need? Um, it's like in my prayers too, because I know like the Bible says, like, don't be coming to me with all these many words. You can be short and sweet in your prayers. <laughs> right, right. And and they can be really effective. But yeah, I think it all goes back to being in your word. It definitely does, because I feel like being in your world, in your word, feels you to spend time and talk with God. Mm-hmm. Then the more you spend time and talk with God, the closer that you feel like you become. And then I feel like the closer you feel like you become, that's when you know his voice. Oh, wow. I like how you you put that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, it gives you the fuel. Because we live in a crazy world. Like, <laughs> no, straight up. Real. Like, it's too much at us. We mm-hmm. have... We're inundated with a lot of evil in right. the world. Mm-hmm. Um, just me going to work, mm-hmm. I read about it all the time, mm-hmm. um, and I'm reminded all the time how how evil this world is. Right. You know, TV, turn the news on, look at what's going on in politics, the wars, doing all displaced people, and greed and money. It's mm-hmm. just everything the Bible talks about is so relevant. It's so alive and active. Right. I do believe you know when we're connected to God through his word, we won't worry about these things. Because, like, okay, God already told me it's going to happen. Right. Let's just do it at the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, all this, this too shall pass. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I love how you put that. Yeah, I think, and it's so simple. It is, but know. it's so hard. Yeah. I think it's so hard because we have our flesh, right? Yeah. I think it's hard that 
we are in this world, we're not other world, but we see the things of this world and sometimes mm-hmm. our flesh can want. So mm-hmm. it's hard to be like, okay, to focus ourselves on what God wants when we see things that might catch our eyes that we want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The flesh, the the spirit is willing, but the, the flesh, flesh is, is weak. weak. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what to say. So, wow. Good. This is good stuff. Um, And we can go on for hours and hours, but we won't. (laughs) Um, So just to close out, what are some last words um, that you want to leave the the listeners with in regards to hearing from God? Okay. So I would say that there is not ever a time that you can be too far away from God, Mm. you know, um, I know that sometimes we're waiting for something and we think like, oh, God, um, are you going to give it to us? Is it going to come now? But sometimes it's not coming now because he knows the time that we may need it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think there is a time that God doesn't hear us. And sometimes if, if we didn't get the answer we liked or received, that it is for our own good. sometimes sometimes we don't need that right now we wouldn't know what to do with it because if god gave me ten thousand dollars right now i'd probably blow it i don't know you know know what i'm saying Mm. (laughs) i don't know what to do with it so sometimes he's building you he knows that if he gets you that ten thousand dollars right now that it'll be going on stuff that he don't have that he doesn't want you to spend it on and that could definitely um that that with time you can learn to spend on the things that he will want it to go to mm-hmm. so i would take that um as that and yeah i just also will leave you guys with that i'm looking forward to um next season we have some good topics coming yes so you know tune on in <laughs> awesome thank you yeah i just want to close out with just saying you know Thank you guys all for listening with us, rocking with us for these, was eight episodes? Eight episodes. Eight episodes. Um, this topic is, I think it was, it was a great topic to close out with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad we were able to just share a little bit with you guys about our walk with Christ. Um, this is definitely giving me motivation to get back in my word. Yes, me too. <laughs> it did definitely motivate me too. And hopefully it's motivating some of you guys, listeners, to, you know, if you're kind of rusty with it get back in your word or even just connect you know if mm-hmm. you haven't period and you're you're searching um this might be a sign from god if you're listening <laughs> and you're searching right um pick up the bible and yeah definitely you know there there's no perfect christian out there there's no perfect church but i think god is waiting for us to connect with him that's what he wants it's mm-hmm. so simple so yeah thank you guys for listening and join us for season two yeah season two will be coming in july yep in july, july. okay check and, us out y'all and connect with us on our ig what is it ig it underscore b underscore like underscore <laughs> that 310 310 <laughs> <laughs> connect with us let us know what you guys thought and yeah we'll see you guys well y'all hear from us it's very soon season two <laughs> All right. Bye.